You are listening to TKO on CFIU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFIU.ca. What is happening with you guys out there? What's happening? It's your girl Jana right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is happening with all of you guys out there? Man, as always, I'm so happy to be here today, but today is a very special day because can you guess what episode of TKO you're listening to right now? Well, I'll give you a second. That is right. You guessed it right. That is episode 130 of TKO that you're listening to right now. And man, each time we hit, we hit these specific episodes like episode 100, 110, 120, 130, I always get so excited because it feels like we've <laughs> we've hit a major major milestone and each time it feels so special so once again as always like we do every every time on the on the show i just want to thank you guys out there I want to thank you guys tko nation for your constant love and support for the show and also a big big shout out to our family here at cfru 93.3 fm for providing us with this great platform we are so proud to be part of the family and once again thank you to all of you guys out there for listening and yes our goal uh, actually on the show is to hit episode 1000 and even maybe even more so we'll see how far we get with tko and yes that is one of the main reasons why i am so hyped and excited today on the show but that is not all because, well, actually, I'm kind of feeling bittersweet right now because today is the 1st of August, and that means we only have one month left until the end of summer. So as you can guess, I am crying in silence right now in the studio because that will mean that, well, actually, for most people here in Guap, Ontario, that will mean that school will be starting in, in about a month and that always comes with a bittersweet uh, feeling. Uh, but hey, man, listen, it is what it is. We can always have summer for the rest of the year. It eventually comes to an end. And uh, that is exactly what is happening right now. But it is okay because I have some good news for y'all because the MMA gods and the combat sports gods have blessed us with so many great bouts and fights for the rest of the summer. And uh, the next big fight card that is happening uh, during this month, it will be on August 17th, which will be UFC 241. Yes. And not only that, but I feel like for the rest of the summer, we'll be having a great fight card um, each each weekend, which is great because sometimes the UFC doesn't have fights over the weekends, which really sucks because I'm sure you guys have um, noticed as well because when the UFC doesn't really have any fight card scheduled for a specific weekend, then we're here on the show. We're like, ah, oh, there's crickets in the background. Uh, let's talk about, let's reminisce about something else that happened in the world of combat sports, you know. So we don't really, we wouldn't really have a lot of uh, things to break down on those days. But uh, we are lucky because, like I said, for the rest of the summer, at least for each weekend, we'll be having a great fight card happening. Yes. 
And as of this upcoming weekend, we'll be having a great, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've said this word so many times already, and we've not, we're not even like 10 minutes into the show. But yes, I really do mean it. We have a great fight card uh, coming up for this upcoming weekend in New Jersey, in Newark, New Jersey. It is going to be headlined by a fantastic bout, a fantastic welterweight bout between Robbie Lawler ruthless Robbie Lawler and he's going to be fighting off I, I okay what I'm about to say is gonna sound problematic uh, so I do apologize in advance to the person that I'm gonna say this about but uh, Robbie Lawler is going to be fighting off against one of the most hated figures in the whole in the whole MMA community and you guessed it right I am talking about Colby Covington and again, I mean no disrespect to Colby Covington, but I'm sure everybody else can agree with me because Colby Covington, he is really hated in the in the community right now because he is one of the best and worst trash talkers ever. <laughs> and that is why a lot of people hate him. And at the same time, a lot of people think he's funny because of all the uh, corny trash talk uh, that he does so yes Colby Covington will be fighting off against the ruthless Robbie Lawler and we'll be breaking down that fight today on the show so that is the main breakdown that we have lined up for today and other than that I am sure you guys caught up with the fight card that took place over this past weekend in Edmonton Canada it was UFC 240 of course how could you not catch up with that it was great because it was headlined by the championship bout between Max Holloway and Frankie Edgar. And also the Comian event was between Chris Cyborg and Felicia Spencer, which was great in my opinion. And I know um, some of the bouts that took place on that fight card were sort of, um, you could say controversial and people have different opinions about some of those some of those bouts. But I will talk about what I thought about the uh, the two bouts. And yeah, we'll talk about it for sure. And we'll reminisce about them. So that is pretty much pretty much what we have lined up for today. What else, man? Do I have anything to to talk about? Um, like I said, for the rest of the summer, we have um, UFC 241 that will be coming up. So let me just look at the calendar right now. It's going to give you a date about... When we'll be doing the breakdown for that fight card. So UFC 241 is happening on August 17th. So in two weeks, yes. So on our 132nd episode, we'll be breaking down UFC 241. We'll be exclusively breaking down UFC 241. All right. So yeah, I guess that's the uh, next big breakdown that we have lined up for the rest of uh, the summer. And now, uh, without further ado, let's get started. Okay. So now... Here we go. First of all, <laughs> my show tag. Yes, let's just put it on. TKO. Yes, TKO. of course, of course. Ah, uh, man, what should we get started with? I kind of want to start reminiscing about UFC 240 because it's still fresh in my mind, and I see people talking about it actually uh, every day since the fight. Uh, the fights took place, and like I said, I hear a lot of people have different opinions about it, and this is why. So, first of all, let's talk about the co-main event of UFC 240, which was the bout between Chris Cyborg and Felicia Spencer. Now, a lot of people were saying that Felicia Spencer, as the title challenger, actually had a big shot against Chris Cyborg because of the fact that she she looked like she was really comfortable in the weight division that she was fighting at, at 145 pounds. And people were mainly saying this because 
even when she weighed in on on weigh-in day, she looked like she normally walked around at 145 pounds because she didn't really look like she got she cut a lot of weight to get to that weight division. While on the other hand, when Chris Cyborg was weighing in on weigh-in day, she looked super shredded and super dehydrated, which people thought was going to affect her performance the night after on actual fight night. Because when you are that dehydrated, when you've cut about 40 pounds of weight to get to your fighting weight division, then it obviously does affect your performance because for your whole fight camp, you have trained and practiced at a at a really high weight division. I think Chris Cyborg weighs more than 170 pounds when she's um, in, in training camp. But when she does fight, she will obviously not be at that weight division. So as you can imagine, yes, it will make sense if she doesn't come in with the same amount of power and uh, it, it will totally make sense if her weight cut does affect her performance. And that is actually what the commentators were talking about when the fight was um, taking place. So yes, um, in comparison, in, in re with regards to physicality, uh, Felicia Spencer looked more comfortable in her weight division, while Chris Cyborg looked like she was honestly putting a lot of effort just to make weight. Okay, so when the fight actually started itself... Uh, this is what a lot of people were saying. People were saying that uh, Felicia, Felicia Spencer was the better fighter because she was holding up against Chris Cyborg. She was holding up uh, properly against Chris Cyborg's heavy, heavy shots. And that's what a lot of people emphasized on. Although a lot of people tend to forget that it was Chris Cyborg who won that fight in the end because Chris Cyborg kept putting a lot of pressure on Felicia Spencer and um, she was the one who was um, having the most control in the octagon. She was the one who was driving the whole fight. We never really saw Felicia Spencer come to the center to uh, come to the center of the octagon and change the the momentum of the fight to her own advantage it was mostly uh, the whole fight was mostly driven by chris cyborg but like i said a lot of people are focusing on how felicia spencer was able to hold up against chris cyborg's heavy shots and that the, uh, the fact that she was not knocked down even once in the fight and the fact that she has a strong chin and blah 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 and listen, I'm not denying that all of that because it is true. Yes, she was not knocked down and she wasn't even cut in the whole fight. She wasn't she didn't even get bruised up that much in the fight. Yes, I agree with all of that. But the fact that you guys are putting most of your emphasis on the person who lost the fight, the person who wasn't the winner, the person who couldn't really do much in the fight except for the fact that she was absorbing a lot of shots and not falling down you're putting your praise on that person versus the person who was driving the whole fight the person who was controlling the whole fight and putting a lot of pressure on her opponent man i am so disappointed in y'all mma analysts i cannot believe that this is the this is the point of view that you're taking on right now for this particular bout because chris cyborg man she's a wild wild fighter and yes she might not have gotten a very exciting knockout in this fight uh or or she wasn't really able to finish her opponent in the way that all of us were predicting 
but she still won that fight. She still won through decision. She won through um, dominating over her opponent. I, in my opinion, it was a very, very dominating fight by Chris Cyborg. And I didn't really see, like, ex- like I said, except for the fact that Felicia Spencer was absorbing everything that Cyborg was throwing towards her. I didn't really see Felicia Spencer do anything more than that. Although in the very f- first round, Felicia Spencer threw an elbow that was um, <laughs> capable of opening up a really big cut on Chris Cyborg's forehead. But that was pretty much it. Like that elbow could have gone in any angle and it could have it could have not made the 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 uh, the cut that was actually made on chris cyborg's forehead it could have gone in any direction but it just happened to open up a cut on chris cyborg's forehead and a lot of people were saying oh my god she gave chris cyborg her first cut ever in her professional career so she must be a very potent fighter well, sure, like the fact that the matchmakers put her up against Chris Cyborg proves a point. It proves that she was she showed something. She she was capable of something um, in her professional career so that she was put up against one of the best female mixed martial artists of all time. Of course, like if it, it, like nobody would put someone inexperienced in front of Chris Cyborg unless they were sure that they will they were able to at least um e- even in, in, in some possibility make uh make some progress in that fight against Chris Cyborg. See what I'm saying? Like there is no doubt about the fact that Felicia Spencer is a good fighter. Yes, yeah, sure, she is, but it's just uh, what really makes me mad in this case is that people are taking away from Chris Cyborg's accomplishment in this fight, the fact that she was able to win the whole fight, and people are people are still giving Felicia Spencer the praise because she was only able to hold up against Chris Cyborg. Man, you guys, you guys are sleeping on Chris Cyborg. You guys need to give Cyborg the praise that she, the give her the respect that she deserves. That's the least that you can do. Okay, that's the least that all. All of us out here, we can do in the MMA community. And that is my take on this whole fight. Ah, yes, it really did make me mad when I was reading other people's um, comments about this fight. But oh, well, I said what I thought. And um, actually, let me know what you guys think about this uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Holla at me at Janon. Uh, let me know if you agree with this or if you disagree with what I just said, because this is how I saw it, to be honest with you. Anyways, now moving on, um, let's just talk about the main event of 2FC, 2FC, UFC 240. Uh, Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. When Frankie Edgar was walking into the octagon to uh, to fight Frankie, excuse me, to fight Max Holloway, he looked super confident. He actually, you could see it in his eyes that he had so much confidence in himself that he was potentially going to win this fight against Max Holloway. And he... He he could have potentially won that fight actually, but the only disadvantage that he had was unfortunately his um, physical disadvantage because, like I said on our previous episode, Frankie Edgar was five six while uh, Max Holloway was five eleven, and we're talking about this um, height difference at the one hundred forty five uh, weight division. Right, so when you're the taller guy, obviously you're gonna use that in your advantage. 
because you can easily control the fight from the outside. You can you don't really have to close the distance with your opponent. You can throw shots from a distance and they will still be effective. But on the other hand, if you're the shorter guy and your opponent actually does decide to stick to that strategy, then I hate to say this, but you are essentially screwed unless you decide to go for takedowns and try to neutralize your opponent's strategy that way because if you're on the ground while well, the the distance is uh, essentially closed by default right and so you get to throw uh whatever close shots like uh, close distance shots that you want you can do ground and pounds you can even do jujitsu if you wanted to but if you see that happening if you see your opponent not trying to glo- close the distance with you and you are the shorter guy and you're just there trying to strike with your opponent, then you are screwed. I'm sorry to say this again, but yes, uh, that is actually what Frankie Edgar uh, was doing in this fight. And it was really sad to see because, like I said, Frankie Edgar did actually have the potential to, to make it a closer fight with Max Holloway, but he didn't. And it's okay because... You know, it again, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it now. But I just wish that Frankie Edgar, especially with that wrestling background that he has, that's that strong wrestling background that he has, I wish he utilized that more in this fight. He easily cut could have taken taken Max Holloway down and he easily could have just um just grappled with him more and scored more points in that way. But Max Holloway saw that he wasn't gonna even attempt at all and he controlled the fight from the distance and he was throwing his shots, they were being effective. And that's uh, that's all she wrote. The whole fight ended that way. And yes, Max Holloway is still the featherweight champion. At the featherweight division and Frankie Edgar, he was really upset actually after the fight, which was really sad to see because like I said, guys, Frankie Edgar, he is a legend. He's been fighting for so long and um, there's a reason why he was actually the champion at lightweight. There's a reason why he was a champion and it's just that it wasn't his night um, uh, uh, over over Saturday nights and um, he wasn't successful. It's okay though because he's a great guy and I'm sure he will bounce back from this. But also shout out to Max Holloway because he like when you see your opponent make mistakes like that, you obviously have to take it to your advantage and you have to use those openings. You have to use those golden opportunities and you have to fight smart. You you don't have to, um, you know, I've seen some people not really use their opportunities that well when things like that do happen with their opponents. But Max Holloway, he's a smart guy and he fought his very best. And he was very dominating in this fight. So shout out to Max Holloway. Okay. So enough of UFC 240. Now I really want to talk about the fights that are happening this upcoming weekend. Yes. Robbie Lawler versus Colby Covington. Man. So the first thing you guys have to know about this whole fight card is that this is the first time that the UFC is having an event in America. And they're having their main card happen- happening at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So make sure you guys mark that down in your calendar. Just put a reminder, whatever you have to do. Because, yes, they're not happening at 10 p.m. or at night. They're actually happening throughout the day. So if you have plans, you know, going to your grandma's for lunch or brunch or whatever it is, make sure that you still catch up with this whole fight card at 3 p.m. Okay, got it? 3 p.m. Saturday, Robbie Lawler, Colby Covington. 
So now let's talk about the bout itself. Um, <laughs> this is really interesting because Robbie Lawler uh, is the former welterweight champion of the UFC. And Colby Covington is the current interim welterweight champion of the UFC. Colby Covington talks a lot of trash to anyone that he's fighting at all, okay? And uh, this is <laughs> no different at all than um, uh, all the other fights and opponents that he has had in the past. The trash talk still goes on and um, he... What he okay, the reason why he trash talks a lot to his opponents is because it actually does work on his opponents. He does manage to get into his opponent's head and mess up with their mentality and um, somewhat get the victory for himself even before the fight starts. Because I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but it's not all about physicality, it's also dependent a lot on your mentality and your confidence how you feel about yourself and how much you believe in yourself as a fighter that is also very very important and what trash talk does actually specifically what colby covington's trash talking does is that first of all like i said in the beginning of this episode his trash talking is so corny and it's almost so annoying that you're like man why is he even saying all this trash and it just makes no sense sometimes, but it still messes up with your head. And what can I say? He is annoying. Colby Covington is one of the most annoying fighters ever in the MMA community right now. But his trash talking works. So you have to give him props for that. Oh, man. So, yes, uh, this is going to be no different from any of the other um, previous cases of trash talk uh, that Colby Covington has had against his previous opponents. He's still talking trash to Robbie Lawler, and um, he has a lot of reasons to trash talk Colby, excuse me, Robbie Lawler, because Robbie Lawler is so much older than him. And uh, even uh, for his past fights, Robbie Lawler has been having his own ups and downs. And I'm sure uh, Colby Covington is going to be using that against him because Robbie Lawler, uh, if you, okay, let's just look at his past uh, five fights. So his last fight, his most recent fight, he lost to Ben Askren. The fight before that, he unfortunately lost again to Rafael Dos Anjos. And he also lost to Tyron Woodley when he lost his championship belt to Tyron Woodley at the time so yes things have been um uh you know the road has been definitely bumpy for uh Robbie Lawler but it is okay listen he was a champion and even after those losses uh I feel like he he took his time to to properly recover and um, train properly for his opponents and I hope he does the same thing because yes even though Kobe Covington he does a lot of trash talk but do not let that uh, fool you because he's still uh, a very potent fighter. He, he's only had one uh, loss on his professional career and uh, out of his past uh, five fights because we're comparing the past five fights for both fighters right now. He's won all of them. And um, his two most notable wins, I would say, have been against Rafael Dos Anjos. So the guy that Robbie Lawler has been um, uh, defeated against Colby Covington has won that fight against him, okay? So that is one advantage 
sort of, um, of Colby Covington over Robbie Lawler. And also another notable fight that he has won has been a fight uh, between him and Damian Maya. And if you guys know Damian Maya, Damian Maya is one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners in the whole roster of the UFC right now. And the fact that he was able to defeat Damian Maya was very, very impressive for Colby Covington. So, yes, I feel like it's been ever since his uh, win against Damian Maia that people have been taking Colby Covington very seriously. And, yes, like I said, he also won against Rafael Dos Anjos. Uh, and Rafael Dos Anjos is a very tough guy. Uh, the fact that Colby Covington won that fight against him also proves a point. Uh, proves a point about how potent of a fighter of a mixed martial artist he really is. He's a good striker and he's also a good wrestler. He's, a, I would say he's a very well-rounded mixed martial artist overall, generally speaking, which is great because it makes things even more exciting. I mean, yes, I did put a lot of emphasis on the trash talk aspect of this whole bout, but also when we're just talking about fighting... It's also really important and makes it even more exciting because Robbie Lawler as well, he's a bad dude, man. He is also a very, very well-rounded mixed martial artist. So it is going to be real exciting because, like like I said, trash talk aside, it's going to be a very, very exciting fight to watch because we don't know how the fight is going to be um, like at all. <laughs> Because both guys don't really have a preference for anything when they usually fight. Um, it could be a mixture of anything at all in terms of styles. So I am actually looking forward to this bout between Robbie Lawler and Colby Covington. If I had to predict, though, if Robbie Lawler um, is able to finish Colby Covington in the beginning rounds, then he will have a lot of... Um, like, it, it, yes, of course, he will win the fight that way. But if Colby Covington is able to make the make the fight last longer, then I would say he'll be more successful and he will have a higher chance of winning this fight. But like I said, we can't really make predictions because both guys sort of have a similar style. They're both well-rounded mixed martial artists. They don't really have a preference for anything in specific. The fight can go in any way possible. There's a million possibilities <laughs> with regards to this fight. We don't know who's going to dominate because they're both really, really good. Trash talk aside. So yes, like I said, I'm very, very excited about this fight. And once again, make sure you guys catch up with this fight at the right time. It's happening at 3 p.m. Okay, make sure you catch up with it. And what else, man? Uh, there's also some other great fight, uh, excuse me, fights happening on that main card. We have two legends fighting on the co-main event of that of that card, which is about between Jim Miller and Clay Guida. So those, that fight is also going to be really exciting because Clay Guida is a brawler and he's a UFC Hall of Famer. He got into the Hall of Fame because of the uh, this one bout that he had that was a really, really good fight and a really, really good brawl. So yes, uh, uh, it's a guaranteed fact that he's a brawler and so is Jim Miller. Jim Miller has been fighting for so long and he's not scared of having a good scrap with his opponents. So yes, this is another reason why I should watch this whole fight card. Once again, the headline is Robbie Lawler versus Colby Covington 
and the co-main event, Clay Guida versus Jim Miller. Make sure you catch up with all these fights. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure you catch up with our previous episodes at CFRU 93.3 FM. You can go to CFRU.ca. You can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. You can also do whatever you want to catch up with our past 129 episodes. Okay. So now um, I say farewell. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.